0: Bafana Bafana didn't uh, represent themselves well, let alone the country. In fact, uh, losing 1 0 was not a true reflection of the game.
1: Sokala Duma Radio.
2: A very good afternoon and welcome to SL Radio Live. I am your host Shane Matsoyane, bringing you yet another exciting episode on a Wednesday afternoon. Games still going on at the Africa Cup of Nations in Egypt, where our very own Bafana Bafana are participating. Played our first game against Cote d'Ivoire on Monday afternoon and lost 1-0. Mixed reaction there from the fans and the general public at large. One man that is still hopeful that Bafana will make it through to the last 16. And if Eventually, the quarterfinals, the semis, and even the finals. Hey, Biva Nazo, Mshekaz, welcome. Thank you for having me, Shane. What do you think went wrong, though, Dabiva, in the first game against the Ivorians? Some say it was stage fright, some say tactics and uh, combinations on a day. What was your reaction on the first game?
1: Well, I think we, we had a very good first half. Uh, it was a fairly balanced game in the first half. Um, even though uh, our center backs play together uh, in, at club level, sure. uh, Captain Tulani Satrayo and Busem uh, Kwanazi, but I, I think there was, miscommunic- there was a lot of miscommunication between the two of them in that game. Mm. Mm. I think there was a lot of co- miscommunication between the two of them, and also our our full backs uh, didn't um, cross the center line in the second half, which was strange. I mean, we, know, uh, we all know Tamim um, Kize for his overlapping runs sure. sure. that are dangerous. And also Klandi, uh, he, he always puts in decent crosses. But I don't know whether it was an instruction from the coach for them to, to just stay, stay back. But I think they, they, uh, we could have done better had they pushed a little bit more to provide the width for Bafana Bafana.
2: Wow. And there was also that introduction of Uvila, uh, Musi uh, Sofilagasi. It added a bit of spark, unless my eyes were deceiving me. And what did you make
1: of the few
2: minutes of Ula's valvation?
1: Well, it's, it's, it's going to be very difficult to judge him based on the minutes that he got, Shane. Uh, because when he got in, um, it was just um, half and pass for Bafana Bafana mm-hmm. because we were chasing the king. So uh he really he, he didn't really have that much of an impact but we cannot like blame him for that because like i said it was just half and pass for us uh because we were chasing the game
2: we really cannot blame him but can we blame the referee was that a penalty or not
1: <laughs> <laughs> well it's that also is difficult to tell because i mean there's also a var that mm. could have maybe used to see to verify if it was a penalty or not, wow. but in my opinion, I think it was a penalty. I don't know whether I'm saying that because I'm a South African, <laughs> but in my opinion, it looked like it is a decent, uh, call for a penalty. Maybe on a different day, maybe in
2: the quarterfinals, maybe the VAR will have catch that because Kev did announce that the VAR will only be available in the Africa Cup of Nations starting from the quarterfinals. Why not now? Well, only Kev No. Well, earlier this morning, we caught up with uh, former Bafana Bafana International. He was also an integral part of the Orlando Paris team that won the CAF Champions League back in 1995. Went on also to play for Kaiser Chiefs. And that is Max Gomengo Maponyane. And this was our conversation. Sokola, Radio. Now joining us on the line is a legend. Welcome to SL Radio. Kunshan. Very well, very well, I'm Not the kind of start we were hoping for against Iko Divor on Monday.
0: Your take on that game? It was a nervous start and uh, Bafana Bafana didn't uh, represent themselves well, let alone the country. Mm. And uh, it's one of those days that uh, you want to put behind you and uh, focus ahead. But uh, talking about the day itself, mm. they were really disorganized, especially uh, at the back and uh, in the midfield. And then, as a result, the strikers were non-functional. I mean, there was no supply or there were no other supplies that I can think of that I would think, wow, strikers missed opportunities here. It was also showing from Mogojo's frustration because he kept on fouling because he was backing against the defenders from time to time. Mm-hmm. You know, the desperation of uh, strikers to look forward to those delightful passes, those defense splitting passes. Mm. nothing like that happened because we never won the battle in the midfield
2: and many people including the fans are pointing fingers on the approach on the day what did you make of the team approach against the Ivorians
0: Well, the approach of every game and uh, every team would be what I assume should be, where we say we have to score an early goal. We've got to make sure that uh, we attack uh, the opposition, especially because of the fact that uh, both teams obviously are not playing at home. It's not like home and away and the Egyptians would have their support and uh, all that that would push them. No, it was equal uh, uh, on all aspects. So the approach was expected from my to be simple, to just go out there, play your game, attack, and uh, get settled to knock the ball around, and that wasn't the case at all. In fact, uh, losing one nil was not a true reflection of the game because of the two-tier blank saves uh, by Ronan Williams. Mm. I mean, could have been worse. Mm.
2: And there were also calls, I mean, from the fans uh, for players like your Temingosi Lodge, your Subusiso Sovilagas, who came into the game uh, very late on that day uh, to be introduced earlier in the game. Do you think those calls were justified?
0: They were justified to an extent, but normally I would always say. And it has always been my philosophy that when I have appointed or when I have a team of uh, 23, 25 players, in this case, will be 23 being a national team, I would say I have selected these 23 because they are professional, they can do the job, I've seen them at training, and uh, whoever uh, I start with uh, will be what I think are quality players. And uh, yes, they may not have delivered on the day, but remember sometimes uh, the, the, the starting lineups are always a catch-22. Mm. You might start with a winning team yes. a get of to a flying start and nobody says anything. But when you start with your 11 and they, they, they start uh, like they did and you realize that, uh, okay, after stuttering, what do I do? Because uh, this is just not what I expected. That's when you open yourself, I mean yourself for, for the can of worms because everybody becomes an expert in that, in, in that instance. Mm, wow. And you know it's one of those could have should have why not mm, you know mm, but mm, uh, mm. that is why I like uh, fans and obviously myself included. Mm. That's uh, after the fact we are obviously experts.
2: <laughs> experts without qualification of course uh, but <laughs> there were also uh, some calls for a player like Sean Pukekana who's had a super season uh, with Sundowns. He's been scoring goals, he's created goals He's even helping out in defense. Were you surprised seeing him on the bench on match day?
0: let me be honest I wasn't surprised to see anyone on the field and anyone on the bench and I'll tell you why I say so I opened my mind to the game itself because the ones that the coach started with are the ones that uh, he prefers or preferred to have started with but having said that though you'll realize that uh, they are 23 and he had to make a decision on 11 yes he might have made a bad uh, take but it could have been a good take had they won we wouldn't be talking Shoot and heady, you know, and that's what uh, that that's what makes this game so exciting. Where we always, uh, after the fact, as I said, think this could have made a difference, and nine times out of ten, it does. And uh, nine times out of ten, he doesn't. If you know what I mean, you could have somebody from the bench and then he becomes worse because the team is struggling. You could have somebody from the bench, he becomes a super sub, scores a praise mm. from the bench. And then the question is, why didn't he start with him? Then you start with him the subsequent game and then he becomes the worst player. You know, this is a funny game when it comes to that. Wow.
2: And we have lost our opening game. Now we are facing the less fancied side in our group, The Namibians. Now, going into this game, how do you, maybe as I can say, Stuart Baxter, how do you approach this game against Namibia
0: now this is where I become a uh, sort of uh, a, a, a culprit of my own words. Mm. Now, this is how you approach this game. Now that you have seen what happened in the first game, you have had that glimpse of what can happen with the players that you've uh, brought on as substitutes. Veghazi for me would start, mm. and uh, also Lars will start I mean you, you remember the knockbacks that he did. Mm. I mean knocking those balls down and uh, then you have people that can pick up the pieces now you've got an idea that I can use this one for this this one for that and you approach this game by saying it's all too playful and I cannot afford to even lose it let alone draw it mm. and then you take it from there the approach has to be all out attack and to be honest we're talking players based on their performance or lack of it and this is the time where I don't start with my boy at all he wasn't in the game mm. and that uh, Truth be told, our star player was not functioning. And mm-hmm. there was not functioning because the whole uh, compartments, different compartments or departments, if you like, were not functioning. Let's pass it down. He me that he did something to write home about. I will not even remember what that is.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and, and man, Maniyazi, uh, when it comes to these big tournaments like Afcon, um we came into the afcon we lost our first game now there's a question especially from the fans about combination play we've seen mabunda and kekana for instance at sundowns they know how pesitao operates they know how temba zwane operates they know how my boy operates but tell us a bit more about them would you say maybe we struggled in that department or was it just a bad day at the office on that day
0: I think at the end of the day you also work on reputation and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. And especially in a national team, nine times out of ten you realize that national uh, team coaches would prefer players of defense from the same team, mm. and I'm sure you can recall the great Italian team, sure. you know, sure. where you keep the same AC Milan defenders mm. and then you go on to win the World Cup. But uh, sometimes it doesn't work when you do that because uh, you do have other players who are always covered by the, 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 the ability of the others. So because it's a national team, you now say maybe we can have uh, marks from, uh, maybe from uh, Shamrock who can just add to that back four, that famous back four, that famous midfield of sundowns. Because it doesn't mean all of them are capable. Maybe I could bring an element that is missing. I want to give you an example. Maybe you find that you've got three attacking midfielders from that same team and one defensive like Ghana, for instance. And then you realize that maybe uh, uh, this other one from a different team is a good hard tackling player. Mm. He can help Ghana in case he misses a tackle. Mm. And then that's where you bring me in. So it's always a question of no, not, from, or not always a fact that because they're playing together and they've won trophies, you've got to play them together. Mm. One of them might be a missing link.
2: And now next in line we are facing Morocco. They didn't have the best of games Nabo. How do you see that fixture panning out on Friday night?
0: That uh, Morocco game also, I, I don't think Morocco were untouchable and uh, we have to worry about them. Yes, admittedly Ziyech, you've got to worry about him. But you snuff him out, you get somebody assigned to make sure that he doesn't distribute those passes and you stop him from uh, connecting those crosses from all wings. Because he's really terrorizing the whole front area. He's sometimes found on the left, on the right, and in the middle of the goals or of the park, And that is where he becomes a bit of a for but we will talk about him after we had done the job with uh, with, uh against namibia yeah. because the game against namibia i looked at namibia and i thought nah they still don't have anything to, to to give me to say they are a surprise package you know so if we are that bad but we can't be bad than uh, or worse than namibia so if there's anything to take home will be the win against namibia but for a second, I thought, let the, the, the déjà vu of, uh, of uh, 2006 not uh, come back. You remember what happened in 2006 in mm. the same place? Mm. <laughs> you know? I thought, no, not again. Yeah, no goal. OK, so what's going to happen next? And we can't go to the second game without a goal because you will think, OK, they said we're going to lose. So what? Are we repeating? So it means Egypt is not the place for us. Oh.
2: Yeah. <sighs> let me take this time and thank you so much for your- Time uh, and thank you for speaking to us on SL Radio.
0: Thank you very much for inviting
1: me. Duma Radio.
2: The Peeves, you hear the man, and he's singled out some players whom he believes didn't have the best of games on that day. The likes of Ukama Mukocho. What did you make of what Upra Max said?
1: Well, um, <clears throat> there's an element of truth to what um, uh, the legend has just said now. Uh Camuelo is one of our best uh, players mm. but he, he didn't have the best of games I mean I, I could see that Dean had a lot on his shoulders mm. and uh Camo's job is to just offload some of the load from from Dean but uh, on the day I don't think he had the best of games like I've I've seen Camo playing I've watched him a number of times and mm. I know he, he he can do better Tabib, you, you've been watching
2: football for decades and decades and decades and you know a player by the name of Usham Pokekana and you've seen Usham Pokekana playing against Udin Furman. You've seen Usham Pokekana playing with Udin Furman. Do you think maybe that combination would have worked on that day or maybe we can just say it was a bad day at the office?
1: Well, I, uh, it's difficult to tell in football, Shane, because... Uh, one would think that maybe Brashampo would have done better. But then again, you never know what will happen in a football match. But um, what I think maybe would be Sompo's advantage in this stance would be the fact that he's more of a box-to-box midfielder. He he does uh, a bit of both, like going forward and defending. And also he can pinpoint a long-range pass. And he can take shots as well, mm. that, that, that is his advantage, because I mean, I think we only took one shot at goal in that game in if the whole we did in, in the whole 90 minutes, so then uh, that 's where then uh, your trompo will come in handy for you because he can, t- he can strike the ball very well from far away, mm. so maybe just maybe um, that could be those two things, those two key elements of his game, mm. could be what we need.
2: Yeah, and U- U- Ubra Maxi also uh, spoke about the importance of a combination play too. Um, do you think that was also one of the
1: reasons we didn't get the results that we needed on that day? Yeah, well, um, he spoke of Lodge and not only him. I mean, we have a revolving column in this week's Sokolad Duma sure. with Bafana legend, another Bafana legend, mm-hmm. John Talley. And he also mentioned Lodge. And, and and the confidence that he, he went into the AFCON with mm. I mean, having won the, the, the footballer of the season in the PSL mm. Mm. and uh, he will get you a goal in, in two games mm. and so on so maybe, just maybe we need players like that, we, we need to, to trust him more, we need to sort of give him a chance to, mm. to I mean, we've seen what Lebo um has done, I mean Lebo is a good player, make no mistake but I don't know whether I would say he froze in the first game. Maybe the nerves got the better of him. I don't know. I'm not sure about that because I was not I was not in camp. Yeah. But um, I think um, going into the next one, I agree with Pramaxi when he said that we need to give someone like Lodge a chance because, one, Lodge will inject speed in our game. Sure. Because if you look at us uh, in the game against Ivory Coast, we're more playing in a pedestrian um, <clears throat> Pedestrian pace, yeah. Pace, mm. so, uh, <clears throat> sorry, we, 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 we couldn't penetrate as quick as we, we, we should and mm. Lodge is the player that will give you that. Sure,
2: sure. <laughs> well, we didn't end there with Ubra uh, Max Maponyane. We also went out of our way, searched and searched until we find this man. He announced he's leaving Supersport United yesterday and that is René Lue Le Cholenyane. We caught up with him earlier today and this is what he got to say. So my radio. So my radio. Rene Lue Licholenyane joining us on the line. Yeah, yeah, welcome to SL Radio. How are you doing? Okay, very well, very well, my brother. Yeah, yeah, not a very good start for Bafana against Cote d'Ivoire on Monday. What was your take
3: on Bafana's first game? Yeah, it was not a very good start as we expected. Uh, at least three points or one, maybe. Mm that uh we dropped all points we dropped all points and, and it's yeah disappointing mm. but uh there are positive that we can take uh, forward uh, to the next game mm. in terms of uh, defensively and and we had few half chances so sure. uh, I think we just need to solidify that and then. If focused, play more as a team, and then try to go more forward mm. uh, as a team. Uh, and then they will, will definitely win the next two. Would
2: you say Bafana are now under pressure when you look at the fact that uh, Morocco and now Cote d'Ivoire won and are now three points ahead of us? Yeah, that's, that's
3: how it is. You lose your first game, uh, you, you put yourself under pressure mm. uh, because as you said, two teams have won with three points and now we're playing with uh, Namibia Mm. who who also they lost uh, their first game. So they want to to get uh, the three points. So Mm. it's going to be a difficult one. But whether we are under pressure or not, Mm. we we still need to, to try and win the next game so that things get easier. When you go to into our game.
2: and yeah, man, you've played for Bafana before at the highest level, my brother. You've been to the World Cup. You played the Confederations Cup. You've also played the Afcon with Bafana. How did you guys adapt to such big tournaments? it's, it's,
3: it's a bit difficult uh, because, like like you said, it's a big tournament, mm. and, and you play with big uh yeah, big uh countries with Mm. Uh, players, mm. so so it, it it is what it is. When you want to 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 be the best and you want to be the best in the continent, you must play with with the best. You must you must contribute the best, mm. and adapting to, to the conditions makes things easier for for you guys as a team to to turn and win uh, your game. So it is difficult, but it has to happen. Mm. You, you must adapt and. Teamwork will will help you adapt easier. And
2: you even played at the AFCON and reached the quarterfinals back in 2013. How did you guys do it? And do you think the current squad can also reach the quarterfinals or even reach a step further than you guys?
3: I I still think that the current uh, squad are more talented uh, than the other uh, squad. Mm. So I believe that they can go as far as winning winning the tournament, but it all boils down to the work they put as individuals and as a team. On a scale of out of hundred, how much contribution
2: does a coach make when you are in this stage of the of the of, of the competition, and how much would you say the players contribute?
3: What what the coach does, uh, it ends really at the training. Mm. Uh, during the game, it's seventy eighty percent. Sure uh from from the players because he is not the one that is playing sure. he has done and given instructions mm. from the training mm. what is left during the game it is entirely or uh, more accurate to the players
2: and what did you make of your of your former teammate uh O'Reilly williams what did
3: you make of his debut uh former fan? he had a solid solid performance and, and i think with a a goalkeeper like him uh, making those saves, it, it it encourages uh, thoughtful players to, to do more and then try to, to score goals.
2: And next, we are coming up uh, against the less fancied and Namibian team. How would you advise the
3: boys to approach that game? The same as they, they obviously want to, to to approach every game. Mm. It's, a, it's an up on cut game. We need two points. So we really need to just go there, work hard, and then try to, to be offensive and then win the, the game. That should
2: be that. And go to the Kakuru Pudom for Tedikto Salako and speaking to us here on SL Radio. Shop, shop.
1: Soccer like Duma Radio.
2: And that was the conversation we had earlier on today with the former Kaiser Chiefs, the former Supersport United midfielder, that is Rene Lue Licholenyane. Tapibs, he's not a man of uh, many words, eh? (laughs) (laughs) But one thing I've noticed that he's just like you, he sounds very optimistic about
1: Mafana's next two games. Yeah, well, there's a chance, Shane. I mean, um, if there's still games to play, then that means there's a chance that we could progress. And I strongly believe that we we will beat Namibia on Friday. And beating Namibia on Friday will give the boys much-needed confidence.
2: Wow. And we have our last game against the team that we have never lost to, but also the team that we have never beaten, and that is Morocco. Remember in 2013? They almost gave us a tough time progressing to the quarterfinals. You think maybe this time around we'll finally beat that tack, I mean, break that tack and move on?
1: Yeah, well, I I believe we can. Um, I mean, I've watched their first game against Namibia where they had to uh, win via an own goal Mm. from Namibia. Mm. Um, Not taking anything away from Namibia, though. I mean, they put up a good fight. But what I'm saying is um, watching Morocco and knowing how we can use the pockets in terms of um, uh, using our interpassing play sure. with the likes of Pesita, who, maybe Villa, your team Lodge. I mean, we can easily beat Morocco at any given day, depending on how we approach the game, though.
2: And still talking about Uyeye Licholenyane, he also announced his departure from Supersport United last night. And any idea where he might be headed to?
1: Well, uh, I'm not sure, Shane. I really don't know. I haven't spoken to him um, in two weeks now, uh-huh. so uh, I wouldn't really know where he's going, but I'm sure the sea CR crew will be on it if they are not on it already. As always,
2: <laughs> as always we've got our ears, our eyes everywhere. You might know it. Just before Yeah even knows himself. Well, don't forget there is more action from the AFCON tournament today. Later at 4.30 this afternoon, we've got Nigeria taking on Guinea. Then at 7 p.m., we have Uganda taking on Zimbabwe, who lost their first game against their host, Egypt. Then tonight at 10 p.m., the host, which is Egypt, are in action against another side that didn't have the best of uh, opening games. That is the Democratic Republic of Congo. Catch that games, I mean, all those games live and on radio. We can also log on to Sokala Duma website for the latest scores and news from Egypt. Thank you ever so much to my producer, Simon Streller. Thank you so much to B. Vanasso for giving us an analysis on the show today. From all of us here in studio, I am Shane Matsoyane. Goodbye.
1: Sokala Duma Radio. Sokala Duma Radio.